I'm here. You're here. You're Bo. I'm Nick. It's the Game Recap Pod. Nebraska loses 20-17. to 17. we got to give our shouts out to Onyx Automotive. For, before you even just, you take a second, okay? You drink some of your tea, and I'm going to tell you about the best of Omaha number one luxury car dealer. That's Onyx Automotive. Shouts out to Onyx. They're sponsoring the Game Recap Pods. They offer industry-leading brands like BMW, Jaguar, Land Rover. Great location, 150th and Dodge. Go check them out if you're trying to live that life. Onyx can help you live that luxurious life. Go to onyxautomotive.com. Drive Onyx, the new standard, and the pod is brought to you by Shoot360. Lincoln, world's most advanced basketball training facility. I got a polo on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a national franchise that is taking the basketball training world by storm. We specialize in shooting, ball handling, passing, third, fourth grade rookies, all the way up to college-level pros. Become a member. Go to shoot360.com backslash Lincoln. You can sign up for your free one-hour workout. It will unlock your game. All right, Bo Robert Rude. So mm-hmm. you and I kind of broke our, our unspoken rules. We, we, we somewhat, like, we threw little breadcrumbs out to each other before we turn on the mics of how, how today landed for you. Nebraska uh, falls to Michigan State. Um, what I mean, do you want to? You said you were not overly. How did you phrase it? You didn't get overly emotional, or what? What was? Yes. I can't remember how you phrased it. Yes, now. I mean, part of that was I was juggling kids, and I had the game tape, <laughs> right. and I was sorry, a little behind. But um, this is we're taping day of. This yes, is three yes. hours. Good call. It's it's, it's, it's five, five o'clock. Five o'clock on on game Saturday. Day. So, um, so I would say that we lost. I never liked to lose i never like when the huskers lose but um i don't think this was their worst performance this wasn't michigan this wasn't minnesota it was just sort of a meh game to me which you know unfortunate but also not the end of the world i guess so yeah. um i don't know if it's because we've we've hit the the three wins around the five wins i felt like it gave us a little yeah, cu- okay. a cushion for a loss or something right. but um definitely wasn't a it wasn't a great performance, but wasn't our worst either. So I guess I was just a little bit like, just a little bit there. I don't know. Well, you know what? It, you know what it is for me. This is this is how that game landed for me. I'm really not surprised by that game at all. I didn't even feel like, in all reality, if we're being honest, I don't feel like they played. They being Nebraska all that much different than they had been playing. Sands, a few big plays in the passing game, given up. The defense slipped a little bit, but, like, I, I don't know. Like, to me, I'm like, that's the same team I've been watching for. That, I guess that's a great point. That might be a better, so a better way to So that's why I'm it. not, like, it's not even like, <laughs> can you believe, can you believe that Nebraska, can you believe, it's like, yeah, I've watched it for for five yeah seven six straight games here you know yeah, like sloppy I, turnovers bad offense shaky special teams at times what, what was funny though is like really the defense wasn't like oh they just had a bad bad game like no it was really like i would say their secondary gave up a few big plays it was like the secondary's worst game yes really the rest of the team on the defensive side fine they did fine they did what they've been doing mm-hmm. uh tommy hill I think he got beat he a, twice. He had a rough two, game. Three, yeah. two or three times he got beat. The the one time I don't know if you saw the like on the the halfback pass or the the, the pass yeah. pass. Yeah. Like he was in thirds coverage and he like we had a guy 
like on leverage and he still came up and he left his guy like right. that was just a, a just Tommy just making a mistake got beat on that one touchdown yep. in the red zone um Newsom got beat on the double Newsom move got beat which was a not terrible coverage the guy maybe pushed off yeah and was and, maybe, and I mean maybe not a catch too but really, really like and then there was some miscommunication on that first drive yeah of Michigan State's like two two plays in a row where we we weren't passing off who's guarding who. We let guys run wide open down the field. That was the really the game to me for our defense. Yes. The, the secondary had their first letdown moment. Yes. I mean, if you look at it the, with the defense, so and and I think uh, Rule made the point after the game, every one of their scoring drives had a big chunk play through the air. Yeah. I mean, Nebraska's, the Michigan State had, this is their, their law, they had a 46-yard gain on a pass, 42-yard pass play a 28 yard pass play and a 17 yard pass play yeah. like that's the game right there that's like it. they they hit some big plays through the air some of it actually was like the quentin newsome one like nebraska also finally ran into a quarterback that kind of could like make a throw and a wide receiver that could kind wide receivers that could kind of like make a catch yeah they were okay they weren't even that good no they I were mean, they were very very average offense how many rushing yards they have 60 some i can do like i mean so right on track 61 right maybe? right on track in terms of our d our, our you know our you defense yeah, against the run but 63 we we had some just a couple of i would call mental errors and a couple where like i said tommy was like just just yeah that would be a mental error too well like uh, he, and his technique it one was technique he was just spinning himself like what, what, yeah you, see i don't i mean i've like bad technique he was just not locked in. i don't i've never gone to corner camp or anything but you've I gone to corner camp. no you go to wide receiver uh, wide receiver camp uh, oh man i mean peter warwick like a peter warwick to this day held a camp i'd be like i'd like to sign up for peter warwick camp like sir you're 39 years I old think like, there's two I mean, maybe the most influential <laughs> guy there's two guys that like stick out in my mind like peter warwick for football lawrence moton <laughs> for, for basketball high socks nick lawrence moton was woo. Morris I mean, poetry and Moten. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I was very, very heavily influenced. But it, but like Tommy Hill, I mean, what technique is is the one touch I give up where he spun? Uh, he spun your to guy, the sideline. Your guy releases inside, and you spin outside. Yeah, like what? That's the difference between a touchdown, and not a touchdown. Yeah, if you don't spin outside, you can recover. And like, and so he he got beat on the he got beat. I think three different times. He had a rough one. That's a rough one. That's Tommy's rough. One. He had his best game last week. Yes. Worst game this week. But here's the thing, though, real quick. Uh, I, I, I was going to say this yesterday, last pod, and I I felt like I, I emptied my whole chamber of, like, negative comments. Yeah. And I I had another – I had two more bullets, but I was like, mm, let's just keep them in. Like, uh, but, but Rule brought it up. Against Purdue, they got beat. Like, Gifford got beat on the same – so the same seam route on the yeah. first drive that Gifford got beat, he got beat against Purdue, but they were throwing into the win, and that quarterback yeah. had a bad day, so he was able to recover and, and break it up. Same thing even with Tommy Hill's – one of Tommy Hill's first interceptions. They got past yeah. – Nebraska's secondary, but the quarterback and the win conditions, they didn't get burnt by it. Today, they got burnt by it. So I guess that's where, if you had to sum up, like where my uh, my emotion is at, is like we all kind of knew that this defense, like, was basically had to be perfect. Yeah, and they've been playing, and they've so been well. almost like perfect. 
Like if this was Star Search, they'd have been like, four and stars. the challenge universe, four stars. <laughs> you know, like I mean, they were getting four stars, perfect scores, and winning Star Search. They won Star Search every week. It's just not <laughs> shouldn't be. They won Star Search every single week. And you knew if they got a three and three quarter stars, they were going to lose. And today, unfortunately, they didn't have a perfect game. Yeah. Like it was well, it was one of those games where it's like Madison Bumgarner a couple years ago in the World Series, where it was like, what, what do you need out of your starting pitching? Like, need a shutout. Like, that's basically, and that's why I tried my start with the analogy last week of like the baby and the parent and stuff. Like, it was the first time that the parent was hungover, fell asleep on the couch. Yeah, the and just like, you know, like they're usually on it. It's usually like, hey, guess what? Nap time is at noon and we don't miss it. But like, oh, they got busy. And yeah. oh, oh, we man. missed the nap window. Right. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll make you up You didn't for give it. them the bottle when they will. Oh, my God. Okay. And what time they put them down? Like, oh, we didn't get the nap time until 1.30. That was today for yeah. the defense. And then it's like, you know, oh, we gave them a little bit of sugar before bed. Oh, and why like, did we do that? What were you doing? They, uh, you gave them candy. A couple before, of parent, a parental of mental parent, Yes, that, but that's what it was. So, like, we we all kind of knew that this defense was basically going to have to, if they weren't perfect, yeah, this this was going to be trouble. Like, I guess, and I'd and, argue the secondary has been playing just lights out all year, and so this was their letdown game. And I think I'm not so upset because they had they have earned it with me. Like, you know, it's like you go. It's sort of like in life, like you get credits and debits. Like when, when you're doing good, you're in the black and you've earned the right to make a mistake with your friends and families. The secondaries earn the right to sort of blow this game for us because I'm like, you've earned it. Yes. So that's why maybe why I'm not so upset. It's I like, guess, yeah, it's like I, I just was like, they've done so well that they've like earned the right to have their not so good game. And I'm not going to just like you know, I'm not, either, right, I'm not right. going to eat their lunch today because they've been good enough. Yes. I mean, I just, for me, there was a version of how the Illinois game, Northwestern game, and Purdue game played out that looked like this game. That's what I mean. Yeah. Our offense has been our offense. I would say our offense was borderline cleaner than normal. Isn't that bizarre? I thought the same thing. I thought there, there were less, even though they finished with three turnovers, right? It should have been four. But that's uh, Heine. That was all, all Heine. Heine today. That was a Heine turnover day. Yes. Uh, but like we had less bad penalties that zero penalties. We seem to be functioning better on offense. Like the opposite, the, the offense functioned better. Like we didn't have as many wasted plays. We didn't have as many sort of like stub your toe penalties. It was basically a better functioning offense and our quarterback, our man, Heine yeah. is staring down receivers and throwing the ball down the field to, I don't know who. I don't know what he's seen. Or some of it's like his to his last pick to Canton, Ohio. It was like, I don't know if you were, did he think Victor Wembayama was running down the slant? I mean, I don't know what, I mean, Nick, it was high over the middle. Eight yards behind he throws him. It, it was, Nick, every time he throws down the middle, I, I, I just think he doesn't see anybody but the guy he wants to throw to. Right. And sometimes well, it catches even, it and sometimes it goes right to the defense. Even, even the, the, I mean, the interception, the two interceptions he threw, one that got called back. Yeah. I mean, the guy, he didn't see the guy in the, the end zone. safety, he's not seeing those. He doesn't safeties. see that guy. So I guess I say all that to say, like, why I'm like, I just, I, I don't, to me, it, it this kind of felt like an inevitability. Like, at yes. some point, that that all this stuff was going to catch up to him. And that's why, uh, this isn't meant to be turn on the mic and be, I told you so, podcasters. I'm not trying to be like that. But it was interesting 
looking at my, whether my my some of the YouTube stuff or some of the tweets, there was a lot of like, God, you guys are negative. Oh man, this is a downer. And I'm just like, for me, I was just trying to be honest on what I was seeing. And I still go back to the line of like, never look past something in victory that you wouldn't in defeat. All the shit yeah. that, that it was all the same greatest hits of all the thing, the mistakes they were yeah. making over the course of this winning streak. And they just had a, it just caught up to them today. Yeah. So, so I, I actually think if last week's pod, we were, it seemed a little too negative for a win. I actually think this pod might seem a little too positive for a loss because yeah. I, I think it's, there's not a lot different. That's, and I think that's what you're trying to say. Yes, that's, it's, it feels pretty much the same other than a couple of plays by our DBs. And this, you know, like it was a little bit better on offense in some ways, but like the difference was we lost and not a lot was, was different in our, in our game and the way we play. I, yeah. I, I'd still be like, man, what'd you learn about Nebraska? I'd be like nothing. This is the exact same. They are exactly who I, I thought didn't they learn are. Much either. I didn't learn much today. <laughs> I know that sounds like I, I just I don't know. I mean, I know it's it's easy to get excited and you should like I mean, rule had a comment afterwards that like I you know that it was after the after the Purdue game where he's like, man, we've gone from com of complaining about close loss, you know, went from talking about close losses to complaining about ugly wins. And it's like yeah. touche. You know, like right. you, 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 you rule. You got it, dog. Checkmate. Like I just got like. Looky, yeah. looky, I got hookied, rufio style, yep. you know. Uh, is that not inappropriate? <laughs> so far, we have a Star Search reference. It's all It like is all 1991, folks. <laughs> Welcome to the Time Traveling <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> What's current? We, we don't know anything. We don't know. We don't. <laughs> the like, baby, I, I don't know who like, the baby is. Give you I, like a villain in like the Spider-Man movie and the Spider-Man got him. I, I don't got that I just I have no time to watch those. I don't have that. I don't got any of that stuff in me. But I, but Rufio. I did watch Wall Street last night, so <laughs> I went farther back to me. I watched Wall Street. <laughs> I, I did. Gordon Gecko, greed you is did. good. You did. See if greed you could work, is see if good. You, see if you could work in that. I'm going to just, we just like, Wall working. Street references all day. New, there's a new rule for the rest of the of the pod. If we have to make an analogy, it cannot be late. It has to be pre two thousand at that's least. Fair. That's okay. Fair. Deal? We know our audience. I mean, come on, so. we're, that's what we're doing. But I mean, but no, he. But rule, looky looky, I got hookied me with his whole like. We went from hey, you know, close losses to complaining about ugly wins. Like, dude, I got like, and that's why we tried to like last week preface everything like man this is great they've won three in a row all those sorts of things but like the team still is what they, they are what they are yeah and it, if i don't know i just the brass has been sloppy they've been inept on offense there's been crazy amounts of turnovers they've just found a way to get away with it over the course of this winning streak thanks to the defense and also some bad quarterbacking from northwestern purdue and illinois um, and so I don't know, like, I just, that, I guess from a broad perspective, I think we're on the same page where I'm like, I, I Nebraska was exactly who they've been to me. Yeah. And it finally just caught up to them. What's too bad is what is that they, they had a big opportunity in front of them. We'd won three in a row. This gives us four in a row and seals the bowl game. Yes. Which I think is in reality is still now I think we're kind of probably out of the big 10 west which is probably right i mean we're not mm -hmm. i don't feel like we're that level right now but um it, 
it's we got to get to that bowl game. We got to get to a bowl game. Yes. I think that needs to be the emphasis, right? Like, obviously, like we just want to get better. And but, uh, you know, I, I think we talked about this a little bit in the last pod, but I think it's important to think through this. It's been six years of no bowl games, which yeah. is, I, I would, I would love to see how many practices that would have actually been. Like, let's say roughly every every you play January first as the rough average, right? You get fifteen practices. Yeah. So, so you're losing out over on, six years. That's sixty, and then uh, five times six is the, that ninety practices. I thought it was in my in, when I was working ninety football practices. Ninety football practices, and you lose out on the momentum potentially gained from a win. The the notoriety, the all those you you you're missing out on all of that. I mean, but think about how many practices in a spring ball. Yeah. What is twenty? Yeah. So if that, I don't know. I think I think it's. I think it's 15. 15. So it, it's basically you get you get six extra spring balls right to get your younger guys better. Totally. I wonder I wonder how much of a difference that has made because the young guys that's get a lot of point. play. Yeah, that's but, an interesting point. I mean, Nick, let's add, Nebraska football has missed out on 90 practices potentially. So like Iowa, Wisconsin, these other teams, like they they've they've practiced ninety more times over the course of of six years or so than Nebraska has. That seems like unbelievable when you start thinking about it. So so yeah, so we can't lose sight of that while we're sitting here trying to like you know be like I totally told you it was gonna happen. You know we're like that guy, like I told you, and I don't <laughs> I hate that guy, and I don't I'm not trying to be like that, but I'm trying to give you perspective on at least how I'm feeling about today, but. Even with that perspective, we can't lose sight on like it was a big every game. I mean, they need to win one more game. They got they got to win one more game. Yeah, everybody got a little ahead of themselves and were like, okay, well, man, Big Ten West. Like to me, like it, I, that. That's that's like that'd be great. But like you, you got to win one more football game. You so got, that's where it's for. And and this was this was the most winnable game. Yeah, left Maryland's on your schedule. T- Maryland's tougher. Um, I mean, yeah, Maryland's Maryland's more dynamic on offense. Yeah. You know, and some of Michigan state's decisions at the end of the oh, game were God. like, I mean, I was yelling at that coach. I was, uh, <laughs> he threw the ball. What have we been talking about? Like I was yelling at him. I go, what are you doing? What? He took that shot at the end of the game. I go, what are you doing? He threw, he, he gave us the ball back twice just by being like, just, I mean, that he threw, drives so me crazy. he threw the play action on first down. Yeah. And it was like, what? And then he threw a fade on what was second down on the last drive yeah. that was like, man, there was a world where that thing was floated up and picked and it was. And then I don't even know what I thought of the 44 yard field goal. Like I get it, I guess, you know, but like, I don't know. I, I just felt like, I, I mean, that, that guy was, was giving us every chance to win that, to win that game. Yes. So, I mean, that was, um, but, but, but the point remains the same of, of that this was there was a big opportunity missed today Correct. so even so even there are multiple levels of like talking about this thing like the game on a, on on a just a, the game in a vacuum the team and what we see of them i look at this game and i'm like the uh, guys it finally caught up to them like yeah, I mean, they were juggling knives and then finally it was like ah and you're like well you're juggling knives okay exactly like that that's what eventually well, you're gonna cut your hand here's a question for you if we would have won what does that? What would that have done to the season in the Husker fan psyche? 
does it change it that much? Like, uh, would it have made that much of a difference? Or is this season sort of like it is what it is and people are just like, they are definitely getting more excited about Matt Rule and the yeah. future of Nebraska. I think that's a fact. But I also feel like there's still a reserve to all of the excitement. Like, nobody. And maybe the bull. None, yeah. Maybe the bull. It's, it's an interesting question because, like, are people going to be that excited about the bull? Or is that just sort of like, Maybe the bowl represents the bowl represents a tangible accomplishment. Yeah. That I think people would would be universally excited about. Now, not like through the roof excited about it. But I think a a bowl would at least I think most Husker fans, this is a smart fan base that know they watched the greatest college football program operate at its highest level for four decades, three decades. So they know what good football looks like. And I think in their heart of hearts, they know like, man, this team's flawed. So without some, I think the bull would allow you to be like, okay, it's, I know they're flawed, but they're at a it's got, progress. It yeah, is it's it like is, it's progress. Like they're damn it, they're at, they're in a bowl. So let's go. Like they're smart enough to see progress. And I think yes. that's what it would have done. It would have been like, we just won four in a row and we're going to a bowl. And Okay, there's progress. We're allowed to to uncheck ourselves just a little bit more. Agree. They are in check. They are checking their their feelings and their emotions. Yes. You can hear it in everybody's voice. They're just like a little bit detached still because they've been beat to a pulp yeah. by Nebraska's. I totally agree. It's play. a very it's a very good point. It is. So that I think it would have been the uncheck maybe, and now they're staying in check. You can kind of let yourself go. It would allow Husker fans like a tangible reason to to really be like. Great. Yeah. Great. I, it was funny. I was talking to Bub today about this at the gym, and he, he said – Bub was our friend, by the way. Yes, and he, he was mentioning that, like – because we were talking about our Husker fans, like are they just – you know, where are they at? Are they ever going to be like, – and he, and he basically kind of like thought like, if we win, they'll all come back. You know, even the ones that said they're not. Like, yeah, I'd agree with that. Don't you think that like if we actually start winning again, oh, yeah. everybody's back and I go – I think that's right. I think it's I right too. I think it's right. I, th- I think it's right. I think all the people that say like I'm done with this I'm team, done with it, they're I'm never going to be as emotional. They're done until they start winning, and then they start winning. And you're right back to where you were. It's it's. I think it's ingrained in our DNA. It's ingrained in our state's culture. It's just too many years of it. Too much family. Tr- like all we need is the last piece, which is agree. Win the football game. Agree. So, I, I it missed opportunity. No question about it. This team needs to find a way to win one more game. But in terms of that game on a whole, like I'm just there. I guess for me, if you, if you watched that game and walked away, like, like felt like, man, what was up with that? I'm, I guess I don't know what t- that, that was the same team I've been watching. I, that's what I mean. Like we just, we won three games in a row playing pretty similar. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I will. I will say this to, to go down that I did feel like, you know, I said last week that there was like, you know, whether it was the the Alex Bullock muff punt that somehow four Purdue guys didn't get and it and Nebraska recovered where there was like these little breaks. Today was the first day. I didn't think Nebraska got a good whistle. And I didn't think like you could have said, what'd you think of the touchdown catch that was reviewed and upheld? What'd you think of it? Um, you know, I the ball didn't look like it moved that much, but I mean, it was like, it was on the ground. That ball was touching the ground. And I think the, the announcer basically said, 
We've seen these a lot. Usually when it looks like this, yeah. it always is. That's my guy, Tim Brando. Yeah. 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 I that's where for me that, that where I landed on it was I could see how by the by the letter of the the way the rule is written, that is not a catch. Yeah. But if we're kind of sitting here, like I also thought, like, did he catch it? Like, yeah, he caught it. Same way with Heine's Heine's throw. His arm was going forward. There's a world where that's a pass. Yeah. Um, but the guy looked like he caught his, you know, bang bang, and that's a fumble. Yeah. Slow motion, that's a that's a pass. I, I think my I, I'm like I'm I'm a I'm a do away with the replay type of human being. That's yeah, you what are. I am. Yeah, you've been on that. So camper. like I'm I don't get that pissed about the, the when it goes both yeah because i go we don't go, you know what that uh, touchdown was for me is like you know when you know in the nba and in college basketball where we're sitting there and we super slow mo and zoom in when yeah. like hit the ball I, down hits the ball you hit the ball out of my hands and it touches and, my and hands it, last but but it's like well yeah technically if we zoom in and look like yeah the last person to touch the ball was me but you, you know come on yeah. You just hit it out of my hands. Like, I think, yeah, did the ball technically hit the ground? But, like, almost all diving catches, a part of the ball is touching the ground. It's just – that's why I, I, I'm I'm convinced you want human error and you want to eliminate all replay and just let it – like, let it play out. Like, let the refs make their mistakes, which they'll make equally over time, and just you don't have to deal with relying on – on stopping the game so much and then like they still get it wrong when they do that right so it's like because i thought when they were reviewing anyway. it i was like i think they're going to overturn yeah. this so you can still get it wrong even by reviewing it or their camera angle is not good enough so it's just like let's not have any of it yes so i w- w- that might i mean most husky friends thought that was a terrible call i i, I would have totally understood that if it got overturned if it the fact that it didn't i was like i i, I can see that how you could Look at that and go. Well, and in the high knees, you know, and high knees played. What really hurt was an incomplete pass. Like you could have challenged. You know, it, let's say they called incomplete, and you want to challenge if it's a fumble. Well, at least it stops the clock. The problem with that is like, is on the field is like the clock was running, so yeah. we had to run back and, and try to it. and try to snap it versus being able to like when it's technically it should have right. been incomplete. The, that was just a moment where we we didn't get the clock stop and we couldn't challenge it because we didn't have a timeout. I so thought, it was a very unfortunate set of circumstances. We couldn't get the right. Yeah, you didn't what have, would time have been the right to, call. Yeah. I think they would have overturned that. Actually. Right, right. So, but I also thought there. So the other ones, I mean, it was a blatant pass interference on Malachi Coleman. That was a no call. Yeah. Like what? I mean, rule that that was. And then the very next play, Harbor tried to throw it to Victor Wimbayama. Yeah. And it was again. picked off. So the, <laughs> <laughs> Spider two wide banana hit Wimbayama hit Wimby. hit Wimby, but so that that was like what the hell was that? I mean, well, Coleman do you, got. Do you know what the guy did though for Michigan State that was really smart? It was just blatant interference, and what he did though was at the very last second he twisted and looked like he was trying to catch the ball was fifteen yards yeah. away, but he he was smart enough to turn to jump and, and turn so that he was at least. Like it looked like he was making a play in a, an imaginary ball. <laughs> it did kind but of it look was like smart. That. Well, that's where that's and, a that was pass interference. And Coleman needs to like he needed to throw a fit. Throw a fit. Coleman is like he, when he catches touchdowns, he has no idea what just happened. Like <laughs> every, every play, Malachi Coleman is like, like oh in total God. shock. He's like, 
I just got past it. It's but, like, dude, like, you know what's good? I I'm sensing that this guy, he's kind of got a little, he something. drew about three penalties that game. yes. Like people like, got to like you, you got to hold like, yeah, they're having to hold him, which is like, it's a good sign that, you know, he's our young, talented receiver. Yeah. I like I it. Like what I'm seeing out of him. I, I agree. I, I thought, um, so that was uh, in terms of going down the, the, like, man, they screwed us, man. Yeah. We're going down that path. <laughs> Uh, blatant pass interference should have been called. H- Harburg had a face mask that was—I don't know how the ref didn't see it. I mean, yeah. it was—it was in the open. Guy went by him, yanked. It was obvious that didn't get called. And then even on the last drive, I thought Coleman had a first down. I did too, and they—and that cost us so many. That cost it, us like twenty. Because seconds. then, because then I think the next play might have been. It was a fumble. Bad, it was a bad spot. So yeah. it was a bad. So if Coleman had a first down. So there, there. I guess I say like th- there were little moments today that didn't go Nebraska's way. Uh, but you know what? It's also uh, I think this um, our quarterback made losing uh, some losing plays. The, when yes. he threw the ball down the field, he did not like those were not winning plays for us. And Harburg and our our offensive tackles were not. I think our offensive tackles and especially like Newelli and Benhart. They were not clutch. Like, like this might sound strange. Offensive linemen need to be clutch too. Yeah, there's plays where like you got to hold up on this play. When it's two minute drill, like we saw this a lot with, with Adrian Martinez, our line would collapse yeah. on those two minute drives. Right, they would collapse when teams te- like we couldn't block anybody. No, and the same thing happened last today with a little bit with Teddy P, with Ben Hart, and with Noelle. It was yeah, like uh, you watch those, like they were just like. We had no time. People were turned the corners on us. I mean, they get like those defensive linemen for Michigan State. They were pretty good, and they were giving our guys a lot. Of, like I would say, this game came down to it was Nebraska being Nebraska. Our DBs did not play very well in a few plays, and their D line they got home. They got home on our O line. I agree. When they needed to because. It, and it's, that's yeah, and that's supposed to and be Heine, Nebraska's. And Heine just sort of like Heine turned the ball over four times. May should have been five. Should yeah, he. I mean, because if you look at it, Michigan State, Michigan State had seven sacks and twelve tackle for loss, twelve TFLs. Yeah, they 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 were in our back. They field. were the disruptors today. Correct. They disrupted, and you know, and Heine. I think Heine made some good plays. He made those scrambles that were good. Yeah. Uh, he had, yeah, but, but sometimes I watch him. I'm like, he, some of this movement is where I'm like, he's a really good athlete, and then at times I'm like, but his movement's really weird and uncomfortable in a lot I, of situations. I can't explain. He's a bizarre athlete. Like his yes. the, the 43 yard scramble run. Whoa, what a specimen! Whoa. What a specimen! But then there was Remember? some. <laughs> yeah, like that's just that was, like, that was like it's a thoroughbred. Down the stretch they come and they but let it loose. Stuff, yeah, it's very unnatural. But his ability one on one to like make anybody miss, and then today he all of a sudden started to slide a little bit. But like he he sliding's not natural for him, so he's and moving in the pocket feels a little uncomfortable. Yes, like, I think some of those step up in the pocket, step up and scramble out. Those are some also things that it's not a huge like thing that i think most people would look at but i go there's he, he almost got sacked too many times like yeah, his, he should have got away from a couple of those i think 
I don't know. It's just the, the movement thing. I'm trying to figure out his movements. They're very unnatural to me. Uh, and I think, I don't know. So I, I struggle a little bit with that. I'm like, oh, so, like just, some guys like Brady, Peyton Manning, even like, I'm not even naming mobile guy. They have a, they have like a slow guy, slow guys, slow like, guys that are hard to, to hit in the pocket. Right? right. Like they know how to step up and out and feel and move. And like, and he Harbor's got no sense of that. Yeah. At all. I don't know if you saw that one play we had, we ran like a, it was in the second half. We ran like a, dr- a shallow drag. Yeah. And it was the first time like Heine just like, he bailed on the pocket way too fast. Way too fast. And the one time his guy was, it was like he just didn't have that sense of like just a little longer, find your guy. Like, yes. I think those are the I thought plays. he got jittery. There were a couple times where I'm like, I'm not sure. There were a few times where I was like, I'm not sure if that was a quarterback draw or Harburg did a two-step drop and then just started like. Yeah, I think he also, like I said, he was under a lot of duress. Yes. And, um, yeah, I, I think like. We're, we've got a bigger sample size of Heine, and like I said, I, I think he's he plays to win, uh, and I like what he's done for this team. He he's done a lot for this team. He took a team that that yep, was, in a, yeah. in yes. a, was in bad shape after the first two losses, and he won five of six. Yeah. So I mean, I think he deserves a lot of credit, no doubt, for just being uh, a competitor and and laying it out there. But like. I think we also are looking at Heine for like, is he going to be the future of Nebraska? Oh, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I think it's clear. So, so to you, it's good. So that's where I'm like, I, I think it's, it's getting more clear that I don't know. There's just a few things missing that I haven't seen yet. I don't know if you can develop those things though, that, yeah. that I want to see like the feel things. Like, I just don't know that, that I just don't know. I like don't, he he got some thoroughbred in him. Like yeah. he got the when he's running or when it's like he'll do the sidearm, like you know, he'll zip it. But like the feel, I'm looking for the feel with and him. I don't, and I don't the vision, yeah. the feel right. and the vision. And seven games is he is he played now? Is that right? Six? Yes. He was yeah, he Northern was Illinois, six. Louisiana Tech, Michigan. This is his seventh game. Yeah. His seventh game as a starter. Yeah. So it's I mean, it's a pretty big I mean, and I mean the dude is the dude is what's funny is, you know. Everybody's like, can't play Sims. He was, and I'm not certainly not trying to politic for Sims because I mean, I'm absolutely not. But it's just funny how like rule preaches, you can't turn the ball over. It just can't happen, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's like, can't play Sims. He turns it over. Can't happen. It's like, well, I mean, Harburg is turning it over at a really alarming rate. Yeah. So the last last two games, Heine is, Heine has really let it slip. Yeah. And, it's concerning. And I think what's hard is, is there are growing pains. If you see other things that you go, well, is, if we can just get past those to here, I just, what I'm saying is the feel stuff. Yeah, I totally agree. I am. I'm not seeing that in the arsenal, which makes me, I'm a little concerned. Yes, because there's no because doubt. Like there are like, moments he'll throw, he'll, he'll, his arm talent at times is like, wow. Uh, his running at times is like, wow, but you're right. Like all the feel stuff, the reading, the, uh, it, all the that touch stuff too. the touch, the, touch is, the reads. And when he runs and steps up in the pocket, when you like some of that stuff, I'm just like, it's just like, it's yeah, like, it's not natural. It's almost like you see like a left-hander that has like a funky shot, you know, it's yeah, like, it, it doesn't feels look like, I don't know. Uh, 
Rule said he didn't consider changing quarterbacks. Did you? Did you? I, I don't think. I, I think right now you can't. I, I just don't. I don't know what that looks Jeff like. Jeff Sims has come in and he's turned the wrong way every other. I mean, it's like <laughs> you can't go with Sims right now. How do you go with Sims? You can't go with Sims. You go with Heine. You go with Heine. Well, I honestly think I think the people that were like I think there was like a a small little Chuba chatter. Chuba chatter. There was Chuba chatter. <laughs> Chubba chatter? What? Hold, hold, hold the phones. There was Chubba chatter. There was Chubba chatter. There, there was, was Chubba, Chubba chatter. chatter. I mean, <laughs> if you live, you keep your ears to the streets. There's a little there bit of Chubba chatter. <laughs> there's a little bit of. I actually think some people that were wanting a change wanted it to be Chubba. But it's also the whole, I mean, the, the you're getting seduced with whoever the next in line is. I mean, again, we made the whole why phone sex works because yeah. you fill in that unknown void with the best case scenario. But need uh, I remind people, need I remind people of what Chubba looked like last year? I know what Chubba looked like. And, but you know what's, I don't know. That That's funny. Like If you were to ask me right now, Chubba or Jeff Sims, I just think Sims has had such a monumentally bad start to his career here i think it's it's in his head i think chubba actually would have a oh i think fresh start yes as much as we like, laugh at the chubba chatter i'm not so sure if rule i'm standing next to rule on the sidelines and he goes i'm gonna make a change sims or chubba i'd go well i've heard there's some chubba, there's chatter. Been chubba chatter and it's it's pretty positive for chubba over sims. <laughs> well have you been hearing the chubba chatter there's a lot of it there's <laughs> there's sim silence and there's chubba chatter going on right now so i think I think it maybe would have gone with Chuba, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, I didn't really ever. I'll be honest with you. You got to keep it real with how you felt in the moment. I never really was like, is there going to be a change here? Is there going to be? I, I, never I didn't really feel I, it. I don't think you. I don't think you messed with it. I think Harburg has won you these games, even though it's been ugly. He's shown he can win you games. He's won five games for you in six weeks. Well, now seven weeks. Uh, he's got to get us one more. He's got to, I think it's got to be Maryland. I think you get to seal the deal, Maryland. And then you, you know, then you got Wisconsin, but, Iowa, who are yeah. you know, solid football programs. And, yeah. Uh, they're always tough for us. So, um, seal the deal with Maryland. That means it's basically RD versus Tua, Tua's brother. Sorry. Yes. What's his name? I always forget his name. Uh, no, Tua's brother. He's always Tua's brother. I'd I like to introduce to you Tua's brother. I, I don't know what to I don't know. He's gonna go. Let's go to his brother. That's fine. That's terrible that we can't remember his name. He started from Maryland for like this is his third year starting. Taula? How would you say it? Taula? Taul? Talia? Talia? Taulia? I don't know. But e either way, I mean, yeah, like it's. I don't think. But to go back to Harburg, I, I never, I, I did not feel like. I mean, and again, not to go back to this, like he played kind of how he's been playing. He was fine. I, he wasn't. <laughs> like, this like, is probably his worst game. But yeah, the the last because because he did it. He had he had turnovers plus the like the game losing two yes. two game losing turnovers losing the ball. Yes, like y your job is. I mean, even the, the one ball. fumble it hit his knee and like, I mean, it was like a, I don't know. I mean, it was it it. I mean, that thing ricocheted pretty far. Yeah, but it's just it's just too bad. Like we actually like. They gave us a chance. Our defense gave us a chance to to get back. That, that would have been one skanky win. That's, I mean, but that's that's how I thought. Like I was like, God, this might be how we're winning. Oh my gosh, that would have been. We had a chance for the tie. I mean, we were how many yards short in the last fumble? We we had to get to the forty ish, yeah. right? Because Alvano 
can kick 55 to 58 yards probably. Mm -hmm. So we needed to get to the 40 and we were on like the other 40. So we just need like 15, 20 yards. Yes. And uh, you could tell, like, I, I think you could see rules saying like, you got to get to, I think he was yes. telling him, you've got to get here. Here's how much time. Like he was talking to Harburg through the whole thing. Like, and then, you know, sad Seven. fumble. Yes. Um, but that's, but also Nick, that's on those tackles. Like you got to be clutch. Yes. You got to bring it as an offensive tackle and guard. Like you got to give your guy a chance to throw on certain plays more than others. When the game's on the line, you can't get beat. Yeah. You can't I mean, give up sacks. When there's no timeouts and you can't give up that play, that's on the tackle. Yeah. They're, they're not to say, you know, you can do the whole thing, like every play matters, but there are certain plays, like, man, you got it. There, there were a couple of some of those trick plays, they held up. Yeah. Like the, the Michigan State line or the people, like, they, you, you gave yourselves a chance at a chunk play. And yeah, they did not do that. I, but yeah, Harburg, his line, by the way, was 12 of 28 for 129 yards and two interceptions. Yuck. He was 14 carries, 37 yards, and one touchdown. Keep in mind, 43 yards on a scramble. So he was really, like, was his running, running was really, yeah. I don't know what, even like they didn't run a lot of option. The one option pass was looked weird. Well, yeah, he was like, he was like crouching. He was like, that's what I'm saying. Like his feel for like, and then we ran option that option week and he like, Pitched it, pitched after. it when like nobody made him pitch it. Yes, and it's like we can't run option if he can't if he can't press the line and make the guy that he's optioning make the decision. Yes, it was, that guy's got to make his decision. And you're right. I mean, he. I think he took one step and turned and pitched. and pitched it. He just doesn't have a feel for it. And we're so like, but that's like you shouldn't have him do these things he's not comfortable doing. And that's what I'm struggling with. I'm watching us run option and I'm like, yeah, even though we've had some success in the option pass and a few of these options have been like hitters, but I'm like, every time we run it, I'm like, there was more today. There was more, there was a lot more. The Jeff Sims kryptonite play of the motion man into a blocker. Yeah. And it worked well. And it worked well. There was more of that today. There was also more kind of like open straight read stuff. Yeah. You know, um, that probably doesn't play well in pods, but it play. You know, you know what I'm talking about. There was yeah. more. The 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 option was more out of the gun today, and it was more true. Like, uh, we were were we we were like, it seemed like we were almost exclusively gun today. And then what? Explain to me the the I formation ISO, but the fullback goes one way and the tailback goes the other way. Did like, you see like a split zone? Like a yeah. is that yeah? Like that that's. They, I feel like that they hadn't run that a lot, and they ran that a lot today. Yeah, and they do the boots off of it, and they, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was like it, it was fine. It was in general, of, I thought you know Tom Chattel had in his quick blurb after the game that he felt like they should have committed to running the ball more. That you know, it's, it's with Emmett Johnson and Anthony Grant. Yeah. I feel like those guys actually ran the ball okay today. Yeah. Uh, what was the, what was our stat line on uh, from those guys? So those guys, they didn't, they didn't have i mean nobody nobody offensively had a great a great day stat wise um so emmett johnson 13 carries 57 yards 4.4 a tote anthony grant nine carries 35 yards 3.9 a carry (laughs) average average oh yeah i mean that's i mean so and then fleeks they wanted to get fleeks on like the edge fleeks was like where you want he was like the edge get me on the edge he so 
I don't know. I mean, not 13 carries, nine carries, 20, you know, 22 carries for your for your running back. I don't know. I don't I, know. We're just not scary it from anywhere. It, so I don't know. I mean, I, I think it comes back full circle to kind of has been what we've been. Yes. But yes. Yeah. It, we, we lost a game that was winnable. Just like yeah. we won some games that were losable. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a way of like, that's, you know, the whole even Steven life has a way of evening things out. Today was like. That was a reality check for how we've been playing and what we probably deserved a few of those games. But like, I just, I, yeah, I'm just not, I think that's why I, I, I just, that, that was the same team I've watched for, yeah. except for the secondary slipped a little. Yep. Secondary slipped and the O-line needed to be clutch. And Heine needed to take care of the ball a little bit better. Yeah. That's the game. A couple more things. Um, there's one glaring thing we have to talk about that we have not yet. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you about Onyx Automotive. Uh, if you are looking to, I mean, just be a bala and live that luxurious lifestyle, uh, you need to get out to Onyx Automotive because they are the best of Omaha, number one luxury car dealer. They offer industry-leading brands, Land Rover, Jaguar, BMW. They got new and pre-owned vehicles, and they got an awesome location at 150th and Dodge. If you want to do some shopping and some research before you get to the lot, go to onyxautomotive.com. They have tons of great information there. You can peruse the vehicles, what they have uh, in, in terms of inventory, and you are going to be treated like a king there because that's their whole thing i mean it's the best of omaha number one luxury car dealer in fact every purchase you get a bottle of wine we've drank it's fantastic we still got to do a range rover drover night um you know what we have to do it we will we will do, do sometimes when, when whether it's in the spring whatever like we need a range rover drover night okay uh but we're going to need rover to the drover range rover to the drover this is comedians and cars getting coffee this is nick and bo and a range rover going to the drover would people watch a series where it's just me and you in various Range Rovers going to the Drover. Every week we get to eat a steak. I mean, sign me up, Nick. I would commit to that show. I'm in on it. Uh, go to onyxautomotive.com. Drive Onyx, the new standard. And this pod is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. We, we got a, a babysitter upstairs who were watching my two little guys. And she walked in and was like, wow, your house looks great. I'm like, see? Even she knows what uh, what, what it look what it what a beautiful house looks like, and the only thing that's different about it: new front door, new bay window, changes everything. And take it from me, someone that was with the Pella team from start to finish in the showroom in Omaha, all the way to Debbie with the in-home consultation, to the Pella experts with the install, watching them clean up, do their thing. It was just, I mean, it was couldn't be more impressive. So if you need a new window, new door, you need to go to Pella. They got showrooms in Lincoln and Omaha. You can get a free in-home consultation, get a Pella expert out, give you a, a great game plan for your wants, needs, and budget, and take it from me, someone that couldn't be more satisfied. Pella gets the job done. Go to PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. Okay, any before I get to a glaring thing, any other things with the offense that we're, that we're missing? Get to the here? glare. Let's get to the glare. Okay, the glaring thing. Like, help me understand the punt return situation. So, did it, let me just say this out loud and tell me if this is so. Nebraska had a punt returner return punts today that isn't cleared fully to like do anything else on the field. 
Like he's, he is healthy enough. Talking about Billy Kemp here. He can't go play offense, but like literally he is just a designated fair catcher. My hunch is that's the case. My hunch is what that message sends to me is our lack of talent yeah. and our lack of trust in anybody else. Yes, think about that. We're, we're going to travel an injured player to catch punts. To catch and have punts. no threat. He no threat for never a return. Ret- so, like, I would think from a punt coverage standpoint, I don't know if there's really, there probably isn't anything you're really going to be able to, I mean, you're not worried about, like, having to cover the punt. No, not really. I mean, but, I mean, it, it's just. It, but here's the thing. I, I just, I, I never have understood that. Like, you get 100 guys. And you can't find a guy to catch a punt and, and try to, like, that's, that can be a threat from back there. Like, yeah. we've had a, years in Nebraska where this has been the problem. Like, how? How do we how, have one guy that can do that? A hundred dudes back there. Yeah. There are multiple BBs, running backs, wide receivers. Like, there's a lot of those dudes. The, the best option is a dude that can't, he could not, He's ret- not he can't play on the offense because he's too hurt. That's Nebraska's punt returner. And I can understand how you're sitting there going like, man, what can happen is you don't catch them and they roll down like, like what's that one with Alex Bullock? Yeah. Okay. But what was also happening is Billy Kemp, I think be, like he, he consistently catches punts inside the 10. So that, I wanted to ask you about that. Now that you're saying that like uh, he, he caught three, maybe three at the six yard line. Yes. And I go, okay, it's not the two. It's the six. <laughs> But like, <laughs> what are you doing? But that's just that's what's tough. Here's what's tough. It's like a part of me understands like catching it at the nine, eight if you can. But it's also like, isn't there a, a world where those balls bounce and go in the end zone too? Like, yeah, like I think, what's the right move? I know some people say you put your feet in the ten, you never go forward. Yeah, and it's and like, I go catch it at the nine, catch it at the nine, catch it like. But like we caught three on the six, and I don't feel like. They were necessarily like right up on us either. Like I felt like there was a chance that ball could have bounced and they weren't ready for it. Yeah, you never know. I mean, it's a football. Like, I mean, you God knows where it's gonna bounce. Like, you don't know. So but, I yeah, I don't know what the right play is on that. Because Rule was saying their plan was they were gonna try to go block a bunch of punts and just have yeah. Billy. But also I would think I've never covered a punt. But if you know someone's not going to return the punt. I'd imagine you can position yourself. You don't have to worry. Like you literally can go into like run and get ready to, to yeah, try I mean, to I, down the punt. I mean, you know what I'm when, saying? When you're out there, you still like you're doing what you're taught to do. But like, I do think you're, you just don't have to worry about much. Cause you're just like, well, just make sure you don't just imagine, give up a block. Just imagine. Don't give up a block. Cause if you have to think if you have to, like, if you've got a, a guy you're worried about returning it, you are hustling to get down there versus like maybe you are protecting a little bit better. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't. I'm just like, wow. I don't know. I, think I mean, even that they had Ethan Nation, I thought was who it was, came in at the end. Because they needed a return. They needed a return. And he did catch it and like tried to do something. But like, wow, that that's that's a pretty sober, sober, bleak reality that an injury. Because I'm not going to lie, when the first – the first time Billy Kemp caught a punt, I was like, oh, who's who else is number? Like, I was like, who is that? Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, that's Billy Kemp. Yeah. I was like, wait, he can play? I thought he was going to be out there, like, playing all day. No. And he didn't, he didn't take a snap in office. 
I guess I am just now we said it last week. Like it was pretty clear. Like once Bullock muffed the one punt, his interest in catching another punt was like the same interest that Laura Winslow had in Steve Urkel for a long time, yeah. or the same level of interest Lisa Turtle had in Screech for a long time. He thought that football looked like his sister and he didn't want to kiss it. You know, like he just didn't have any attraction to it. No, he wanted nothing to do. Catching a punt is like kissing your sister. Because he had, he was like, "Are you kidding me? I'm, I am hands up. I'm not." But that punt return situation, Jiminy Christmas, mm. and then uh, Bushini didn't have a very good day. Yeah, he, he, he. Well, I would say he did have a good day, and then it kind of went the other way. I was gonna like, I saw about three or four punts. I'm like, okay, he's turned the field over. This is good. And then it went like he had a couple of shanks. He had and one. Then he started shanking, and he started kicking it short. So uh, it, it started. He finished really not well. I would love to see whatever the you know the field position kind of number said it just seemed like especially in the second half it was the michigan state's field position compared to nebraska's field position was dramatically different yeah and a lot of that is billy kemp and buscini but not yeah. not affecting the game the way we should be able to it is just it is so for someone who I'm telling you, my I think one of my favorite things to watch is a good punt returner, yeah. and it is just hurts my soul. I mean, is the last JD Spielman returned a punt against South Alabama in 2019? But it's it's uh, DeMornay Pearsonell is our last good returner. Dewan Gross before that. So I mean, you're going, but Swifty did Swifty house Swifty, a couple? Swifty had I think at least one. Um, yeah, Swifty had one, but I think it's like, I mean, for those that can remember Dewan Gross, it was like oh, every time he touched it, it was we were thinking house call. Yes. And I think he, I mean, he led, I think he led the NCAA one year. And I mean, he had he just had a great career. I wonder, I'd love to see how many total he had. Yeah. But he had you know multiple a year. We well and Remember, we did uh, we did Husker Classic recaps, two thousand one Oklahoma, and one of our takes from that game was Dewan Gross didn't fair catch anything, and he tried to go catch. He wasn't just going to try to catch everything; he was going to try to catch everything and return it for a touchdown. And the best part about when you get to see that is. The confidence that yeah. everybody in the stadium feels and everybody in their team feels when you got a guy that thinks that way. I mean, that's why I think you kind of like when Tommy's back there. He's like, Tommy's taking it out. I, but I, Tommy's not Dewan Gross. No, right? but at least I like I like it that is a thought that's that school of thought, you know? Yes, and that, and that's what Dewan Gross had times 10, but like it was because he was returning punts for touchdowns yes. all the time and our punt return unit was like rabid dogs just getting to block for this guy because they know all we got to do is our job and this guy will do the rest well that's i remember barrett telling me that that was one of the first things he talked about was like man when you're on the punt team the punt return team and you know you got to do that get a block like get he's on. like i just feel like if i get my block like he's gonna score if ever, that's how everybody thinks too it like you think I th that little bit of difference gets gets more guys on bodies and you just get better because you got that you got the advantage you got yeah. that trump card you got the that's going to make somebody miss 
and they just have vision too. They have vision. Changes your it changes your team. So he, I'm trying, I don't see any touchdowns there, but he is. Dewan Gross joined Johnny Rogers, 72 Heisman Trophy winner Johnny Rogers as the, as the only Nebraska player in history to amass 1,000 career punt return yards. Think about that number too, right? Thousand yards. Think about that. What is that like? What does it equate to in wins? Yeah, like right, like the, every hundred yards is like that's points pretty much, right? Yes. So I mean, he gave you sixty points. I mean, it, it, <laughs> you know, like yes, right. I mean, uh, no, you, right. I mean, it's think like, about we, like that's it's not hundred yards cool. is, is yeah, six like, points. He gave you six. He gave you sixty points. Yeah. Roughly. Right, roughly, yeah. If you just look at it, if you want to just oversimplify it, yeah. And 60 points wins how many games? Well, Nebraska 2021, that wins you um, most of them. Yes. Because we lost all by less than seven. That, that probably wins you I, I just most think it's, of your games, right? I don't, I don't think people understand how much field position potential is left out there every game that Nebraska plays because they never Return a punt. They never do it. They never do it. But just, I thought today, I just, I was, I mean, I get, like, I also, like, if we, if, uh, like, we're hypothetically saying rules calling us over to to pick our brain, if rules sitting there going, like, he calls into his office on Tuesday and goes, guys, okay, Alex Bullock, the dude, I mean, he is Laura Winslow and a punt is Steve Urkel. I'd be like, <laughs> I said the same thing, rule. That's crazy. I said just like that. <laughs> You use 1990s analogies as well. <laughs> Are you serious? I said it was also like he was Lisa Turtle and the punt was Screech. He was like even better. But if he said, guys, Alex Bullock does not want to catch a punt, okay? Yeah. What we cannot have happen is trot him back there and he just lets every punt roll. What do you guys think of just like we're just going to try to block punts and we're going to suit up Billy. At least Billy will catch it. I think it's fine. Nick, I actually think that's a fine plan. It just is sad that that's where we're at. We can't run. Um, what does it say about the yes. punt return team the way we would, we should be able to as a elite program can all the elite programs do. They run what they need to run to get the best field position. We can't do that. We have to, we have to change our tactic to block punts and fair catch because we're not good enough. That's where we're at. <laughs> so, I mean, what does that's it say? It's like, it's what is, maybe the right call, but it's sad to say that's where we're at. Tell you what, whoever, I mean, the backup punt returners right now, I mean, if you're Alex Bullock or Ethan Nation or whoever the others, these other punt returners are, it's like, wow, they have, they have elected to trot out a guy that isn't healthy enough to actually play offense, and he's never going to return it yeah. over you. That's not good. Oh, that, I just, good. I mean, it, it hurts my heart. It it yeah. really, really hurts my heart. Anything, I mean, that's about all I got. I mean, I, we're about an hour in. I mean, I, missed opportunity, no question about it. Not terribly surprised because to me, this was the same team that, that I've been watching. Figured at some point all this stuff was going to catch up to them. It did. You figured the second the defense literally isn't, you know, beyond flawless, like that's what it's like yeah. today. The the defense just just slipped a little, and they lost the game. Yeah, I think we we didn't learn much, but yeah. Well, so yeah, not big. I mean, 
in, it's almost like now, and Rule even said it, he's like, I think we're figuring out now what it's like to play a game with that's got a little consequences to it now with like you're, yeah. that you're playing for something. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like each, uh, you know, if you have a 3-1 lead in the NBA playoffs, you lose game five. It's like, okay. But all of a sudden you lose. Yeah, like that, each game that you lose, you're like, the pre- basically, I, here's what I'd say is the pressure has been turned up a little bit uh, this week in Maryland. Yeah. Because we win against Michigan State. Maryland's a breeze because it's like, I think the rest won. of the season's a little bit like, it doesn't even matter. So I think they've, they've put a little bit of pressure on themselves. If they lose to Maryland, like you said, it's like the pressure cranks up because Iowa, Wisconsin are way harder games, as we know. And you don't, I, you don't want the scenario. They need to win the next. You game. do not want to be heading Eat to Madison, Wisconsin, still with five wins. Yeah. You do not. Nope. You have no interest. You you have about it. You're about as interested in that as Bullock is in catching Kissing a seeing that football. Kissing that looks his, like it's his football sister. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. I mean, so huge game now. By the way, it's on Peacock. What? Yeah, I figured you were going to be really. I'm a little I, now because I'm calling a crazy game. It's a, <laughs> you say what? Peacock? Quack, quack. Are you hearing this? Quack, 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 quack. But it's on. <laughs> it's I'm doing a Creighton game on TV. Oh, so I'm hoping that Peacock like stores the game like like you can go back and like it's like you click on nebraska maryland and it's like yeah. you know oh otherwise I, I better get a hold of peacock yeah i mean like what are you what are you gonna do what are you gonna do are you gonna get peacock uh i'll find a way i'll figure it out i mean does peacock really crack down on sharing passwords i mean everybody's got like i mean i feel like everybody's netflix counts uh, like uh bill uh this is uh this is uh this is cliff over uh over in customer service we've had an uptick in nebraska for passwords <laughs> we got a password major entries. password sharing i don't know situation. what's going on but there's something there's something happening here in nebraska someone is a ma- someone there's somebody out there who has a peacock subscription that that their friends have been ignoring him and he, he's like well 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 <laughs> look who wants to hang out on a saturday now because i got peacock like dude you got to call peacock pete He's got Pete's got Peacock. He's got a lot of Peacock. He's got Peacock. So it's on Peacock next week. I don't know how we're gonna do that, but it, it's got. I mean, I have to imagine Peacock like stores. I mean, almost every streaming service does. I'm, I will say this: kind of anti-streaming. Mm, yeah. I mean, I'm a cable guy. I'm just I don't know. I mean, streaming. I don't know. Everybody's like, dude, it's great. I'm like, nah. You know, it's great. It's cable. I'm it's being great. talked into that. I need to change to YouTube TV when I go to my new house. We got YouTube TV at Shoot 360. I mean. You know, we good. It's not. I mean, uh, you know, like our GM and assistant GM, they run it. You know, I mean, there are moments where I'm like, my brother and I were the little guys, like, you know, what is this? I remember when there were three channels: NBC, <laughs> AT and T. Growing up, MTV was channel twenty-eight. <laughs> VH one was twenty-nine. I do remember that twenty. What was BET? So you could party. Party, you knew that. Your boy was watching Rap City to Basement. You watched a lot of that. Channel oh, 40, your boy Nick. was on BET <laughs> watching hey, Nick, it. Uh, before we leave, uh, I got one more channel for you. Seventy-nine. <laughs> 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 what a good way to end it. 
Today, heard at Sports Network Production.